You are flying high on Locked On Eagles, your source for the best Philadelphia Eagles news and analysis. I am your host, Michael Kist. You can follow my XNO work for InsideThePylon.com. Follow my draft and fantasy work for BreakingFootball.com. Follow me on Twitter at MichaelKistNFL. I am not joined by Benjamin Solak today. We have all been traveling over the weekend. That's why there's been this erratic show schedule. Things have been crazy down in Mobile, Alabama. As you can tell, my voice has not fully recovered yet. There's good reason because Mobile, Alabama during the Senior Bowl is an absolute blast. It turns men into pure animals once the clock hits midnight. I met so many great people, including Locked On Patriots host Bar Schofield, who you'll hear on this show this week. Also meeting Benjamin Solak face-to-face in the flesh was an absolute treat. Truly a great human being. Shout out to John Ledyard of NDT Scouting and Locked On NFL Draft. Also thanks to Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino of NDT Scouting as well for joining the festivities on Friday night. Had a great time. Also a special shout out to Matty Brown of Inside the Pylon, who is truly the younger British version of me, which I don't know if is if I don't know if it's a compliment, Maddie, but you're a maniac and I love it. As for the game itself, and we're going to talk about some Eagle stuff here as we move through these draft prospects and also about the game, the big game, the Super Bowl coming up regarding the Senior Bowl. During the week, I tweeted out that Richmond quarterback Kyle Laletta was meeting with the Eagles. And while it's true that just about everybody meets with everybody there, the Eagles did talk with a good amount of quarterbacks from what I understand. And out of all the guys, they may be able to get later depending on their draft capital, depending on the Nick Foles situation, Kyle Loletta would be my guy. In the game, he went 8 for 12, 198 yards, and three touchdowns. Huge day for him. And that just reaffirmed what he did throughout the week in practice. You're talking about a small school kid on a big stage, and he had the composure and confidence that allowed him to play his game. He showed very good ball location, solid arm strength, an ability to extend plays, and showed poise in the pocket. I don't know if he does anything at a super high level right now. This was my first time seeing him, my first exposure to him, but I guarantee you he's got a big fat asterisk next to his name on the watch list right now. We're definitely going to be talking about him some more because I know Benjamin Solak is a big fan of his. He was beaming in the bleachers on some of his on some of his practice throws. Uh, Will Hernandez, the big guard from UTEP, was super impressive all week. Might be one of the biggest humans I've ever seen in person. It's not bad weight either. He's got solid body composition. He's got that barrel chest. He's not fat by any means. He's just a big dude. To move for a dude that is 348 pounds, and I don't mean like, yeah, he's 348 pounds and he moves better than you would think. No, he moves like he's 300 pounds. He's got sweet feet. Dude is a dancing bear. He really helped himself this week. Another guard that I loved was from Georgia, Isaiah Wynn. He was dominating all week in practice. And then you find out that the guy is about to have a torn labrum repaired that he was playing with all week. That's insane competitive toughness right there. He's got a mean streak as well. He's a finisher. And to do that whole week, to know that people are going to have this on tape to analyze you and you come in with a torn labrum and you actually absolutely ball out. I mean, that speaks volumes about the type of guy that he is. In the game, wide receiver DJ Chark from LSU had a big day, 120 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Uh, He really struggled all week in the practice sessions, but he redeemed himself in the game, showing more consistent hands than we've seen, some explosions, some deep speed. He even made a special teams tackle that he was really jacked up about. His effort, when you contrast it with like a Michael Gallup, the wide receiver out of Colorado State, uh, who could be another potential target 
to replace Torrey Smith, depending on how the Eagles feel about Matt Collins moving forward. The effort that Chark showed throughout the game was very impressive. He was a very enthusiastic young gentleman. Uh, San Diego State running back Rashard Penny finally showed some burst in playmaking ability after having been quiet all week. This venue, this event, during the practices, it's really hard for running backs because you're not really getting much from their practice reps. Uh, he showed out in the game, though. A couple other running backs that played well, I like Ido Smith from Southern Miss. He's 5'9", and I'm impressed that he came in at 209 pounds. His lateral movement skills are incredible. Uh, you watch him and the angles he can cut from and the cuts that he can chain together. It really reminds me of LaShawn McCoy, and that's not a one-for-one -one comparison as far as what the overall player is, uh, but the way that both those guys move, they're incredibly shifty. Also, Kalen Bellage. The running back out of Arizona State showed some physicality that was missing from his tape, I felt. I came into the week thinking he was more like a Latavius Murray type from the Minnesota Vikings, formerly with the Oakland Raiders, who, t who tends not to finish his runs, who tends not to lean that shoulder in, and who tends to go backwards against contact. Balazs outplayed that, though, by really making some guys pay when he went and up with them, and he was consistently falling forward. I think that was really important for him to show off moving forward. A potential target... For the Eagles is linebacker Darius Leonard from South Carolina State. I watched his tape before the senior ball, liked what I saw. I think he moves well. Uh, I like that he weighed in solid. Thought he struggled pretty badly early in the week, but once he got his sea legs, things turn around for him, including a 14-tackle day in the game. So keep an eye out for Leonard, because we've discussed this before. Linebacker is a position the Eagles have been connected to. Nigel Braddon may price himself out of our market. Jordan Hicks can't stay healthy and the depth isn't just it's just not where it needs to be and we know that from several weeks of trying to figure out who would be the third guy on that base rotation until we got Danell Ellerby to contribute on strictly rundowns and situations but we are going to need a guy moving forward who can show some cover skills I think Leonard is that guy he looks fairly comfortable in coverage some of the other big guys there Texas San Antonio edge Marcus Davenport has gotten a lot of buzz lately Daniel Jeremiah put him to the Bucks at seventh overall in the draft. I was not impressed whatsoever. And I don't know what people are watching because I saw reports that he was playing well. He, there were days where he didn't win a rep. I mean, the first day he came out and he, he bowled over uh, Humboldt State tackle Alex Kappa, who me and Ben are definitely going to talk about because Ben watched him heavily and had a win early against him. After that, Kappa owned him on a run rep and you didn't really hear from Davenport for the rest of the week until the game where he had the scoop and score on a, on a real lucky uh, fumble that came his way. I don't understand the first round hype around him. I understand that he has first round traits, but as far as what he is as a player now, his one to three year projection as well, I just don't see a guy that has the move set to translate to the NFL. He's got a go-to move. It's a really complicated move on the edge that you never really even see on Sunday. So he's going to have to develop an entire tool set to be able to be productive early on in his career. I just don't see it. As far as edge rushers that were more productive or more uh, impressive than him, Kamoka Ture of Rutgers, who has a fantastic athletic profile, played really well. Uh, he's got some backstory to him in the Rutgers program, but he is an athlete and he was winning. He played he played really well throughout the week, not only in practices, but he, he showed out pretty well in the games too. And we're going to get more into these guys as the week crawls on. Benjamin Solek, of course, has been doing a ton of work on these prospects. I'm looking forward to hearing his final thoughts, but let's not forget, and I mean, how could we? We've got a Super Bowl coming up. And we'll get to that right after I tell you about our friends over at mybookie.ag. All right, gentle listener, I just want to talk with you real quick about mybookie.ag. The big game is here. Time to cash in big. Bet the game. 
MyBookie.ag is the only place you're going to do it. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect weekend to get in the action. Have a hunch on who's going to win a coin toss or what color Gatorade the winning coach will be wearing? Log on now. Check out the props. Get in on the action. Don't just watch the game. Lay down some money. Be a part of it. Join me and thousands of other online players and start betting at the best betting website on the planet. My bookie is the industry-leading online sports book, and its players enjoy the fastest payouts in the business when they win. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me and our listeners here on Locked On Eagles. That's why I urge you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay without any hassles. You're wasting your time betting anywhere else. Time is worth money. Use your time right. Use it with mybookie.ag. They even have live in-game betting so that you can place a bet after kickoff. Join right now. Score free cash. Place your Super Bowl wager on the house. Right now, they're giving up to $1,000 to every new player. So sign up today to score that instant 50% bonus on your first deposit. You like free cash. I like free cash. Let's get some free cash together by winning some money at mybookie.ag, and they're going to give us 50% up to our first bonus. Look, that's right. If you join right now, $100, they'll give you a bankroll of $150 to play with. $100, you make 50. Math is easy sometimes, guys. Use the promo code locked on to activate your offer. That's right. Promo code locked on. You play, you win, you get paid. Super Bowl talk time. Super Bowl talk time. We get to talk about the Super Bowl because the Philadelphia Eagles are in the NFL Super Bowl. What a time to be alive. What a time to start this show as the host of Locked On Eagles. Couldn't be better timing. I am really looking forward to really breaking down all the details about this game. We'll do it throughout the week. We'll have Marsh Gofield from Locked On Patriots on. Uh, Benjamin Solak is researching his butt off. It's going to be a good time. And what I was doing was I was looking at the shadow matrix by Pro Football Focus. What they do is they they track where a cornerback lines up as far as the wide receiver he's lining up against. So throughout the season, New England has shadowed a lot after not having done it for the first four weeks. Not only do they shadow with just one corner, they do it with two corners. So Malcolm Butler will take the speedier guys like Deshaun Jackson, your Robbie Andersons, and then you have Stephon Gilmore, the other corner. He'll take Demarius Thomas, for example, or Mike Evans, or Kelvin Benjamin, and so on. Firstly, it's worked well, at least in the stat column for the Patriots. They haven't allowed 300 yards passing since week six. Secondly, it foretells how the Patriots might deploy their corners with Malcolm Butler following around Torrey Smith and Alshon Jeffrey getting a good deal of Stephon Gilmore, which is, I think is a matchup that he can win. We're going to break these matchups down more in depth as we move throughout the week. But the one battle that intrigues me the most is former Philadelphia Eagle Eric Rowe going against the Eagle slot receiver Nelson Aguilar. Not only that, if you think the Patriots are going to fall around certain guys no matter where they are at times, you might be able to take advantage of that fact by displacing them via alignment, forcing those players to play different types of techniques, like forcing a, a player like Stefan Gilmore to, to play off coverage with outside leverage. And it, that might be more advantageous, giving those specific players skill sets. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Just food for thought right now. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see, to study the tape on them, see where they're more comfortable with, see how they like to deploy those corners, and when they don't shadow, uh, why that is, whether it may be a bunch uh, set on the weak side of a formation or whatever it may be. Taking a look at the injury report, as of right now, I don't believe Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski has cleared the concussion protocol, despite being at practice with the team, but that practice does mean 
he's moving through the stages and should be full go for the Super Bowl. Tom Brady got 12 stitches removed from his hand. That whole fiasco has been the biggest non-story clickbait bonanza I can remember in recent history. And I'll tell you this, if you hear or read the words, a source within the Patriots organization, do me a favor and put your head in a running washing machine. You're going to get just as much knowledge from listening to a toilet flush as you are from the janitor at Gillette leaking these stories to the media. Nothing comes out of that building. Nothing, anyway, that can be trusted at all, period. A defensive end, Dietrich Weiss Jr. is still in the concussion protocol, and Malcolm Brown would have been listed as questionable with a foot injury if they played this weekend. I wouldn't read into that too much. As far as the Eagles' injuries, the Eagles are taking it easy with Jay Ajayi, who has been limited. No surprise there whatsoever. Uh, that's pretty much standard operating procedure with how things I thought uh, with how I thought things would go. He'll be fresh and ready on Super Bowl Sunday. No worries there. Defensive tackle Timmy Jernigan missed a practice with an illness. I'm going to assume somebody within the Patriots organization is responsible for passing that illness along. It's a little early. It's a little early for that move. But the Mongols didn't catapult plague-infested bodies over the walls of cities for just one day at a time. They did it for the entire duration of the siege. So Eagles players. I mean, look, look at Kenyon Barner. He just recovered from an illness as well. So Eagles players, don't trust anything right now. Wear a breathing mask. Vet your waiters. All that stuff. Stay healthy. Whatever you got to do. I personally reached out to Bill Belichick regarding the matter, but he denied my interview request. Don't know why. I mean, right there, that should tell you all you need to know. Keep your head on a swivel, Philadelphia. We need all of you there. We need all of you healthy. We can't have a flu going around right before the game. That would be that would be awful. I mean, we already have enough going up against us, right? We're underdogs. We don't have our starting quarterback. We don't have our starting left tackle. We don't have a running back Darren Sproles, who's a big contributor for us. We don't have our starting linebacker, Jordan Hicks. A lot of things working against us throughout the entire season. A lot of people doubting this team throughout the entire way. And still somehow, some way, Doug Peterson and this coaching staff has found a way to make it work. And if they can pull this off, I mean, Doug Peterson wasn't even named coach of the year. That's insane to me. The job that this guy has done with this team, very admirable, very admirable. So what we're going to do for the rest of the week, we're going to get back on our normal release schedule, midnight. I've been Michael Kist. Follow me at Michael Kist NFL. I'm going to be updating the Locked On Eagles site with all the new content. So go there, LockedOnEagles.com. Check out the T Public store. Go to tpublic.com. Put in Locked On Eagles on the search bar. Follow Locked On Eagles on Twitter at Locked On Eagles. We are a follow back account. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. We would really appreciate that. Really helps the show. Also, remember, follow Benjamin Solak at Benjamin Solak. That's S-O-L-A-K. He has done a ton of work surrounding the Senior Bowl for NDTScouting.com. Go check that out. They put out, I think, 93 articles or or something like that. Also, check out BreakingFootball.com. They put out a ton of content as well for the Senior Bowl. A lot of great guys doing a lot of great stuff that you heard on this show, including Brad Kelly at BradKelly17 and at Michael Peterson at Chargers Lately. So short show today, but me and Ben are going to be back on it. Full bore. Just got back today from Mobile. But like I said, we're going to get back on the regular schedule moving forward. Midnight releases, all that good stuff. Going to start doing some film break- breakdown pieces for LockedOnEagles.com. So remember, keep it locked on here on Locked On Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly.